So toddler number one. Yeah. Had some feedback on our editing last week. Like we need to do some. <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's basically what we got. Did you, did you get any feedback on our lack of editing last week? Um, similar notes. Yes. Um, similar. It's uh, like you were in the meeting. <laughs> yeah, yes. As if you were there. Basically what it comes down to is, uh, you know how we say that Dwayne does 98% of the work? Um, when Dwayne only does 50% of the work, uh, that, that those podcasts shouldn't air. So, so I guess congratulations. If the rest of the listening audience was anything like what we heard, a lot of people are thinking, oh, so that's what editing is. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where editing is always an option. No, that's not true. We've, I think we've established. <laughs> that's the one non-optional part of the show. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. It has been a great week. It's been a good week. Good week. We'll, we'll take it. Should, should I just leave the dead air in there and let people know that we're referring to the other podcast? What? Oh, I thought you were referring to your birthday. Oh, I assumed, well, I assumed. So here's the thing. Uh, realistically, this is episode 47. And to be honest, I was thinking we really, really screwed up the numbering because this episode should this episode should either be episode 46 or episode 50. <laughs> Take your pick. Can be either one. <laughs> well, we're going to be way past 50 by the time we get to May. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. We could be. Mind. We might still be in the 50. I don't do math. I don't know. We'll see where we're at anyway. So uh, uh, short, short podcast last week. 45 minutes in and out. We'll do it live. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, you know what? As as I as I went, and I listened back to it, and uh, and then got feedback about it, and and what I said was, you know, we we tried something, <laughs> you know, you got you got you got to try things, and, we'll learn. Uh, yeah, you know, and uh, at least from a feedback standpoint, uh, the feedback I got was forty five minutes good, but you guys need to record an hour. And then cut it down to 45. <laughs> um, so, I, so there's I got, a thought. <laughs> um, I got from SJB. What was that? Was that hard? Like it, it's just different. I mean, like this week when I know I'm going to do some editing, I don't have a problem flubbing. If I flub something, I know I'm just going to go back and edit it out. But there is a little more pressure. It's it's more like live radio and, you know, knowing that 
you know, if there's <laughs> right, if something happens, I'm not going to be able to edit it. So you just got to be a little more on your feet. Well, and it, and it does, it does make you appreciate, um, it makes you appreciate like the, the talk radio, the sport, it's like the sports talk radio guys that do like three hours a day, five days a week. Um, cause realistically, let's be honest, most of them are idiots, right? <laughs> some, some of them are federal idiots, but, um, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, they're, most of them are idiots and they have to talk constantly uh, without without any editing for for three hours, we we made it forty five minutes, and and was we're, we're asked or suggested never do that again. So <laughs> now imagine doing that two more times that night, and then doing it again the next. Yeah. Anyway, when when Mark and I used to do when Mark and I were together on the radio for football, uh, and in the booth together rather than him in the booth and me on the sidelines, um, we we would do that. But you're reacting to the game, and if you're broadcasting a football game, you're not you're not pausing awkwardly. You're giving the game room to breathe. <laughs> that's not dead air. Yeah, that's that's, that's crowd noise. Yeah, you, it's ambiance. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, when I listen back to it, so the top of my notes for this week, uh, the, the the secret notes, right? We, we we have our shared notes, then you have your notes, I have my notes. The this this phrase came to mind, and it's at the top of my notes. Literally, as I was listening to this, I I said to myself, and then I said out loud, "This is this is like a bad local NPR show." <laughs> like we we would have to work way harder and longer and get much more experience before we could have somebody like Pete Schwetty on. Right. Like, like we're not even that to that. No, level we're not. No, yeah. it's yes. So anyway, um, bad local NPR. <laughs> Let's see. What other uh, feedback do we have other than, uh, other than the, uh, do we have anything else other than the, um, than the format choices we made? <laughs> well, at one point you said, I have a general manager and the Broncos have one. And Amy went, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that line may may have may have been talked over. So that I don't know that that was picked up upon in the in the household. Uh, but thanks for bringing it up just to make sure that it wasn't. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Amy also watched Toddler Number One, also watched all three oceans movies over the Christmas break. Like you guys did. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Now, do you count two questions here? One, do you count oceans eight as part of this? So did you watch all four or is that really separate? Um, we watched, we watched the, the trilogy. Um, so in that case, I'm not considering eight as part of, we, we watched 11, 12 and 13. Okay. And so then as we were talking about it and I was asking you, which was 12 and which was 13. And was that the one with the nose? No. Was that the one with and Amy, Amy's commentary while this is going on? 13. That's 13. Thir- 13. The funny thing is, is while I was listening to this back, I was saying the same thing. <laughs> 
I'm listening to myself going, uh, I don't know. And I said, it's 13, you moron. 13. <laughs> it's 13. How does this idiot not know? Oh, oh. So, so I believe that the feedback is unanimous on that. Yes. One. <laughs> yeah. um, Sarah wanted to know why the show title wasn't Work It Girl. <laughs> All right. We'll take that under advisement. <laughs> uh Dwayne's tech corner she was she was confused a little bit about the tech corners and then we got to the Todd's truck update corner and and now it made more sense yeah we got to spread this stuff out right <laughs> we, we, we do um Amy wanted to know why it is that you want to why why are you updating your maps on your truck? when like 98% of the world just uses Google maps on their phone. Oh yeah. No, I use, um, I use CarPlay. I, I use the maps on my phone as well. I don't, I don't use the truck maps. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, no, no, I never use them. No, my phone's much better. So why, why would I use the truck ones? But we've, we've literally covered this story for four months. On you updating the maps on your truck. Yes. For maps I don't use. Right. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. That makes perfect sense. I get an email that says there's an update available. And I can't really sleep well until I up- apply that update. <laughs> whether I use it or not. Um, so now the maps that I don't use are up to date. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see. I had I had one more um, Sarah Judson Brown exchange this week, and it was on it was on one of it was on a Facebook post that she made. So as as we have noted before, uh, Sirens Cove is going to be released on her fiftieth birthday, which is January twenty sixth. So look for. Uh, an opportunity to purchase Sirens Cove um, wherever you get your books or on Amazon or anything else. Anyway, um, it's going to be available soon, but she posted that tonight, actually, while we are recording tonight here on Thursday night, she is recording on another podcast, on a sci-fi podcast. They're interviewing her about her book. Oh, okay. So she posted this that she was going to be on. You can listen to her. I I commented that oh you're an old you know you're an old hat at podcast by now you're 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 an old pro that's what you're an old pro at podcast by now, and she commented about how yes but talking to Todd will always be my favorite podcast. At which point her husband chimed in. <laughs> Hey, I've got a podcast. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, wait, we've talked about his podcast on this podcast. On this podcast. In fact, it was nominated for a toddy. (laughs) It was. As a matter of fact, the the problem with that for Sarah is even if she was completely unaware of John's podcast, the fact that she listens to this show means she's aware. (laughs) Hey. Hey, honey, I didn't know you had a podcast. Remember, I told you in the car, right? And then I told you, oh, no, I heard it not talking to Todd. <laughs> oh, that's right. 
Oh, I think that was about it on my end. Other feedback on your side? Um, I did, I did get one, uh, one, one bit, bit of feedback from the last episode, uh, from Lindsay. Um, and this is general. It wasn't around the episode. This is just sort of general talking to Todd feedback. Um, her comment was quote, you guys need to talk more about me. Unquote. At which point I, at which point I said, we named an entire episode (laughs) after your saying and explained it. And she says, well, yeah, you talk about me, but you could talk more about me. (laughs) So does this little exchange count? Well, probably not because it's not a main topic. I probably screwed that up. (laughs) Should have held it for an extra 30 seconds. (sighs) Yep. Yep. Oh, put it on the wrong side of the line. Oh, well, you need me to fix that in post. You know what? No, that's, I I hear the editors just phoning it in at this point. So I think we're okay. (laughs) We talked around this item a couple of weeks ago when we had the fantasy football championship and the post championship and, you know, how I, I won the 2020 championship, how the, Mm -hmm. the, the, the 20th anniversary, 20th year of the league, I, I won. It was not fixed at all. But I, I wrote this novel to commemorate the entire season because, you know, I, I'm stuck at home. Yeah, you had time. Yeah. And, and I, I said in the writing, now go back and read this in your best NFL films voice. Yes. Uh, yeah. I remember that. You remember that? I okay. did. This showed up in my email. With about five minutes remaining in the Bills Patriots game on Monday Night Football, Larry was a 99% lock to win the league championship. He led by 21 points. DJ checked the score, noted that the Bills were already up by 11. His guy had scored only one measly point, called it a bust, and went to bed. DJ had one player remaining, though, and that player was none other than Stefan Diggs. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) And it goes on for an extra two minutes reading the entire thing. (laughs) It was fantastic. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd enjoy that. Two things went through my head. First, that's really good. Second of all, we need to be careful what we ask for. That was courtesy of John Brown, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, John Brown. (laughs) I'm just saying we throw out, we need a song. Sarah writes a song. Then we throw out. You know, we should get somebody who knows how to sing to sing it. Craig sings it. You then say, we just need somebody to read this like an NFL films video. John John then produces it. I, I'm getting I'm getting a little concerned that we 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 need we need to be from from a purely legal liability standpoint, we need to start becoming really careful about what we ask the toddlers to do. <laughs> Other things that happened this week in um, th- this is fantasy football related. Torbert 
Torbert sends me a text for my birthday. My phone won't leave me alone with incessant messages to wish you a happy birthday. So happy birthday. <laughs> and and I sent back, thanks. Swipe right to clear. It's what I did Saturday with a notice for Lucas. My gift to you. It's like you were a god. <laughs> I thought yelling at my phone to leave me alone would do it, but that had no effect. Siri apparently does not respond to that. So I got I got a birthday message from Torbert too. Greg texted me this morning to remind me that it was Diarrhea Awareness Week. <laughs> and it runs until Friday. Oh. Can I just ask you this? Does that does that constitute the dad joke of the week? So we're done with that now? It's going to, yes. You can check that off your list. Okay. So that just passed. Okay, cool. Yes. All right. <laughs> How was your week? Ah, uh, you know, uh, uh, pretty good, pretty good. You know, short, short week of, uh, of work and, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, overall we'll take it this week. We'll take it. Did you, did you, um, gather any nominations for idiot of the week? I did. Um, although, you know, we, we kind of set a precedent about when it came to the toddies, we we're very specific about uh, criteria to qualify. Mm-hmm. I have, I have an, I have a nomination for idiot of the week. It wasn't this week. They were an idiot of a week, <laughs> but we didn't get to talk about it that week, but I still want to talk about it. So I'm bringing the nomination to this week. So I admit this one, this one could lose. Did you see, this was about two weeks ago, all over ESPN. Did you see the LeBron, uh, this, LeBron shoots a three-pointer from the corner, then turns his back while the ball is still in the air, says something to a teammate, and then the ball goes through the net. Did you see that? I did not. That's <clears throat> So everybody was like, basically it's a it was a no-look shot. I'm like, well, no, he was looking at the basket when he shot it, but he shoots it and immediately turns and says something to a teammate and then Behind him, the ball goes through the net. The story, though, as LeBron tells it afterwards, is that the teammate he was talking to is like their backup, backup point guard. And as LeBron is in the corner, getting thinking about shooting, the guy, his own teammate, says, basically, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, bet you, Benjamin, you can't make it. So LeBron shoots, but as he points out, it's not a bet till you look a man in the eye and tell him it's a bet. So he shoots the ball, turns, looks at the guy in the eye, says, bet, splash. (laughs) ESPN.com almost broke with everybody talking about, oh my God, that's the most amazing thing. Now, here's the thing. You might be asking yourself, that sounds really cool. Why, why would that be an idiot of the week? So I'm just going to be clear. LeBron said that happened. His teammates said that happened. <clears throat> what they technically did, an NBA basketball player, the the best basketball player, 
took a bet. The, the best active. I want to, I want to, yes. the best active. The best, that's what I meant. Yes. Arguably, the best. let's, let's arguably the best active basketball player. Is that yes. enough caveat? Sure. Sure. We'll say that. Okay. Okay. Arguably the best basketball player currently playing in the NBA took a bet in the middle of a game deciding whether or not to shoot or not from another player, but somebody who was sitting literally in the seats that affected the outcome of the game. It didn't really like change who won or lost because they were up by like 700 at that point. But, um, so he comes out and says, yeah, he bet me. So I turned around and I took that bet. And then the point guard was like, yep, I bet him. And he, Hey, I got a pain in the man. And my thought is you, you, you know, people, people get suspended <laughs> for a season or forever. <laughs> yeah. Pete, Pete Rose is over in the corner going, uh, Hey, 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 yeah. wait, wait, what did they do? Oh, they bet on a, they bet in a game. Really? Yes. So what's punishment does he get? Nothing. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm just concerned because here's what I'm also going to say. And I'm not saying that that's a, I guess the part is NBA players bet on everything. They bet in practice. They bet, they bet ping pong card games. I mean, you hear stories about basketball players in practice shooting from half court and putting $10,000 a shot betting back and forth. So that's part of this whole thing. And they even may bet on things in the game, which is absolutely forbidden according to the NBA, but they may do it. But what you don't do is then go on the media, go on to the interview afterwards and say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He bet me that I couldn't make it. So I made it. And then he owes me money. (laughs) And I'm just thinking if you're if you're if you're the living breathing commissioner of the uh of the NBA, Adam Silver has to come in the next morning. Do 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 what happened? Oh hey, by the way, LeBron admitted he was uh betting in the middle of a game. Who now? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> do you want to do anything about it? Uh nah, that's fine. You know what? It's LeBron. It's cool. And the last piece of that is the last arguably best player playing at the time who may or may not have been dabbling in gambling may or may not have had to take a little break from basketball. Anyway, so I'm I'm nominating LeBron and I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not, I may be nominating him for literally betting in the middle of a game. That may be the idiot, but I'm positive that talking about taking bets during the middle of a game qualifies you as the idiot of the week. What do you got? Uh, I think he definitely wins for the week in which he did that. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. How about this week? Kurt Warner thinks that all NFL games should be played indoors, removing weather as a factor. Did you see this? I did not. This was on the 19th. And the tweet originated from the Murph and Andy show and Chris Hassel retweeted it and commented. Wow. That's a bad take. Yes. Um, the, the guy who grew up in Iowa, but played his, played his college football where you and I go uh-huh. Panthers in the Unidome, which I believe 
unless the uh, unless there's been a, another snow incident, is is back to being an indoor stadium. <laughs> <laughs> then he played arena football all indoors. Then he went to St. Louis in the dome in St. Louis. And then he went to Arizona indoors. Yeah, which which essentially is in, whether whether or not the roof was open or not, it's essentially indoors. <laughs> right. It it either it's perfect weather or it's indoors, but weather is never a factor. Um, where did, where else did he play for the? Did he play for the Giants outdoors? Is that it? Uh oh whoa research department. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, get on that. I'm sure that'll be a follow up later in the show. I'm sure it will be. So so th- so the guy that played college, you know what? I bet I bet he played. Ah, yes. His time outdoors with the Giants didn't go too well. Oh, see, that's what it is. He had success in college, indoor. He had success in the Arena League, indoor. Indoors. He went to the Giants, outdoors. Didn't play very well. Went to St. Louis, played indoors. Won a Super Bowl. Goes to Arizona, basically indoors. And so what he's ext- what Kurt Warner has extrapolated from his experience. <laughs> success happens indoors. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the that's that's what you do. Outdoor sucks. <laughs> he thinks all all the playoff games should be um in environment in in a controlled environment so that, you know, you can showcase the players and their talent. On a totally unrelated note, Kurt Warner is now a minority investor in Domes Are Us. Domes <laughs> Are Us, where you go to get your dome for your NFL stadium. Domes Are Us. That's not true, but that would be really funny if it was. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my nominee for the week is Kurt Warner and his take on um, Green Bay and Chicago and anybody else that plays outdoors. Kansas City, for example, um, they would have to give up home field advantage to Denver. go play indoors. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's the good news, though. Uh, I mean, that affects some teams more than the others. <laughs> It's true. I mean, I mean that that would be a burden for Green Bay. Our teams would be like, you can host a playoff game. <laughs> Wait, what are playoffs? I know you guys were in it for the the first twenty minutes, but I, yeah, it, the, the joke still still holds. <laughs> so, um, oh, so you, know, you know what this is? You know what though? I'm looking. I'm looking at his career. You know what this is? Do you, do you know where he? Uh, do you know where he signed as a free agent? He was an undrafted free agent out of UNI. Do you know where he signed originally? I I do not. Did is this from Wikipedia? I I thought I knew it, but I wasn't positive, so I went to the source of all truth and knowledge and verified. Do you know what team he he signed to and got released before the regular season began? I do not. Green Bay. Oh. Because he couldn't beat out Brett Favre, Mark Brunel, and Ty Detmer. So again, right? He was outdoors in Green Bay. Didn't make the team. <laughs> didn't make the team. Uh-huh. Went to the Giants. Didn't have a good year. So again, it's all it's all about it's all about Kurt. This is Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Hall of Famer Kurt Warner, who also, as I believe, is uh, is also uh, now a uh, also a minority investor in uh, in uh, AstroTurf. No, that's not true either. No, that's true. So staying with quarterbacks and NFL NFL quarterbacks, the this is quiz of the week 
Da-da-da. We need a little theme song here for quiz of the week. By, by um, the way, had I known that we were going down this, we, we needed to, you know how most shows have the spoiler horn that yeah. you, you, you say, we're going to talk about like a TV show and we're going to spoil it. So they blow the spoiler horn, wah, and, wah. right? And then they talk about it. And then if there's anything left at the end of the show, they, they, they blow it again so that you know that it's done so that you can come back in. I have been informed that we need a sports horn. <laughs> anyway. Now they're talking about sports. Okay, great. Now talk about sports. And then when you see, hear that again, go ahead. So anyway. That, that's that's the horn the Vikings play. Ta-da! Which Amy hates. Amy hates the Vikings horn. Anyway. All right. So quiz of the week. Quiz of the week. This is, according to the National Football League writers, the best quarterbacks to not win a Super Bowl. This is... Um, because Philip Rivers retired this week, right? So that's one of the ten. I'll give you. I'll give you one right off the bat of who they think the best ten quarterbacks are in the history of the NFL that have not that did not win a Super Bowl. So knowing that we're talking about soup, it's not the entire history of the NFL, just the Super Bowl, Super Bowl era. era. Okay, right. Right. So can you, can you, how many of these 10 can you get knowing that you already got Phil Rivers? All right. Well, we're going to start off with Dan Marino. He is number one on the list. Yep. That's what I, that's what I figured. Uh, Fran Tarkington. He's number four. Good call. Okay. Uh, Dan Fouts. Dan Fouts is number seven. Amy did not, Amy took this quiz. She did not get Dan Fouts. Let's see. No Googling. Nope. Nope. I'm just, this is me just staring into the wall. <laughs> this is where, by the way, we're editing this episode, right? So when yes, I just, yes. when I just do this, uh, for 30 seconds, that can go, right? That can go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Plenty of time. Right. Yep. Okay. Am I, am I allowed to at least write my, write, write my picks down? So I remember what you, I did here. You need me to recap. You've got Dan Marino at one, Fran Tarkington at four, Philip Rivers at five, Dan Fouts at seven. Amy got two more. Okay, we'll pick that back up. Um, let's three. see. Amy got three more. Three more. Jeez. Amy got those and three more. I love my wife, by the way. The fact that she can do this, I love my wife. Oh, 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 duh. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly, very good. He's number, number two. two. Yep. He's number two. Yep. Do you need hints? Oh, give me, give me, give me a second here. Just uh, we're going to edit all this. Out. You might have to whoosh some of this. <laughs> just it's just me making a pick. Yeah, it's just me making a pick and then whoosh and then me making a pick. Um, let's see. Well, if you do it too often, it sounds like when you're on hold and every ten seconds they say your call is important to us. Please, please wait. You're like, oh, okay, your call is important to. I know if it was important anyway. That's fine. I was trying to get a clean one so that I could move it around. Okay, I'll be quiet now. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> that may still stay on. <laughs> Let's see. I can safely say not Jay Cutler. You you can safely not say Jay Cutler. Uh, I don't love this pick. Uh, is Boomer Esiason somewhere on there? He is not. It's not. It's not a bad guess, but he is not on the list. Um, okay. So I'm just going <laughs> to, this is a terrible thing, but I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with the team. Then I am going to pick Ken Anderson. 
Also not on the list. Oh, oh, oh duh. Okay. I bet you number three is Warren Moon. Uh, number six is Warren Moon, but yes. Okay. Uh, Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham is number three. Amy did not get that one. That was good. She got Warren Moon. So you're missing eight, nine, and ten. She got one of those three. Steve McNair. Steve McNair is number eight. Very good. Did did you find the article on NFL.com now? Now you're just no. Now you're just slow walking it. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell you what, if I was doing that, you would know. <laughs> and the reason you would know is because I would I would at least have the I would at least have the common courtesy to let you know that I was doing that. Because what I would do, let me ask you this. I am literally not looking at that. Does it have a blurb about each one and why they're on the list? Yes, it does. If I was reading that, the way that I would, the way that I would do that would be, I would use part of the blurb and go something like, I'm just going to make this up. Uh, with, with his, you know, man, this guy had, this guy had um, a, an amazing ability to run and evade people, but his team couldn't just go right over the top. So I'm going to go with Randall Cunningham. And you would be like, dude, you're literally reading the article. <laughs> you know I'm what? Gonna, I, is, is Fran Tarkington on the list? Because he retired with every major passing record, <laughs> including yards, touchdowns, and also interceptions. Yeah. So I feel like he should be on the list. I'm going to say, I don't know. I put him at two. No, you know what? I put him at three. Um, you know what? I'm just thinking this is a, it's a good thing that we're editing this episode because if this was part of the 45 minutes, this, this would not be, this would not be entertaining. All right. Where are we at? Oh, 41. We better hurry. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got, well, remember we're supposed to record for an hour, but only release 45 minutes of that. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm just, I got two more and technically mm-hmm. I've made, I've made nine picks plus the one that I didn't think was there. Yeah. So you are, you're really, you're eight of nine. One is new and one is old. Boy, I'm getting a couple of names, but I'm not. Uh... Is it hint time? Um, you know what? I'd like to use a hint, please, Bob. Who let the dogs out? Tommy Bahama? No. Um... Mike Vick. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. You went there. Okay. All right. Uh where was he on the list? He was number nine. Say what you will about his morals. Number nine on the list of NFL quarterbacks to not win a Super Bowl. Although what incredible I incredible athlete. Although what I will tell Horrible you is person. Yeah. What I will tell you is the guy that makes this list is Michael Vick. Yes. Mike Vick didn't do great. <laughs> anyway. You're right. Okay. Um, give me, uh, give me one other, uh, give me one other hint now. His running back was Eric Dickerson. Is that, uh, is that Jim Everett? It's Jim Everett. There you go. Uh, you know what? I was going to throw Jim Everett out there. And then I, and then I thought, no, there's no way he could be on this list. And then he was. Okay. Oh, Hey, you know what? <laughs> Just missed. Ken Anderson was a damn good quarterback. <laughs> 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 I skipped over that part of the article. <laughs> so I so so I so I got the runner up. You got the runner up. So the only yes, 
you you yes. So the only one you really missed was was Mike Vick. Well, technically, I missed Everett too, but I mean, missed, I, yes. it was in my head. But I didn't I didn't have the guts to say it because I didn't think that he should be there. So wow, okay. <laughs> so anyway, yes, quiz quiz of the week: best quarterbacks to not win a superb owl. Okay, so uh, do we want to do want to stick with sports for just a few more minutes on this? <laughs> Will your wife let us? I'll just tell her to skip this part. No, you know what? You know what? No, let's. You know what? We should skip this part. We'll talk, we'll cover this later in the after show. There's there's no after okay. show because we'll Greg will enjoy it. Okay, all right. You know what? This one's for Greg. Um, so, and, and this, this this gets to this gets to the portion of talking to Todd where there's less. Well, who knows? It might be less funny. But uh, so Philip Rivers is retiring, and the first question when anybody retires is, "Oh, is he a Hall of Famer?" All right. Uh, cause he's, he's like fifth on the passing title. Like he's got, he's, he's been playing for 17 years. Uh, and he, he owns, I mean, he doesn't own the records, but he's way up in the record books. So, uh, your thoughts on, on, uh, Philip rivers as a, uh, hall of fame quarterback. I will say about him, what I say about a lot of baseball players, longevity does not equal hall of fame. Very, very good player, but he didn't lead his team to a Super Bowl. Which which in of of all the sports, NFL is the hardest one to do as a single player, right? Sure. I mean, basketball, you you have you you almost have to get there. I mean, there's there's unless you get blocked by I mean, Barkley was blocked by Jordan. Um, you know, Malone and Stockton were blocked by Jordan. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, so this was my thinking as people were talking about this was, so Philip Rivers basically played, he played his entire career. He got drafted in 2004, played 17 years. So it's the, it's the two thousands, right? It's the two thousands, that 20 year time span. If you think about, think about the quarterbacks that had the bulk of their career during that phase, who, who played during that phase that you would think is hall of fame. Here's my thought. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to quiz you. You know what? We'll, we'll do this the other way. <laughs> People who, who don't like this are like, oh my God, it's going to take even longer. Okay. Who would you, who played the bulk of their career at quarterback in the two thousands and up till now, you know, plus minus that you would put in the hall of fame? Absolutely. Well, I don't like him, but Brett Favre, I don't like him, but Aaron Rodgers, I don't like him, but Tom Brady. Since a theme here, Peyton Manning, uh, all the way back at the very beginning of his career, um, he probably he overlapped with Steve Young, right? Yeah, I mean, I would I would throw Young is in the pre, in that pre, uh, but seventeen years ago, Young was still playing, right? Yeah, right. But okay, I mean, that's a pretty good list. Yeah. So is there anybody else you'd put on there? Warner, Kurt Warner. So I had a slightly different list, but so in my mind, and again, it's always hard because when people's careers start and end and when, what rules they play, and that's always important, right? What rule set did they play under? Right. Um, Elway. Sure. I mean, my, my personal thought is I, I, I don't include, I wouldn't include Favre, Young or Warner as playing. They played more than half of their career outside of that window. But it doesn't matter, right? They're still Hall of Famers. But within that, generally speaking, the same window, I had Rodgers, 
I had Brady. I had Manning. Um, you also have uh, Drew Brees. Yeah. Then, after you get past them, you also have who played in the exact same in the exact same space. Uh, you have Eli Manning, who didn't put up the numbers, but has two Super Bowls. But has two Super Bowls. And you've got Ben Roethlisberger, who again, also, yes. didn't put up all of the numbers that Rivers did, but also has a couple of Super Bowl trophies. Sure. So at that point, at minimum, you've got, you at least have Rodgers, Brady, Manning, Breeze. There's five, possibly Eli and possibly Ben, right? So now you're at seven before you get to Philip. <laughs> right. Yeah. And at some point, how many quarterbacks do you need in the Hall of Fame? When I when I when I when I said that out loud, Lisa's comment was, "All of them. You need all of them." <laughs> Punders, you don't get in. Kickers, we don't need them. Quarterbacks, yeah, I'll take the eighth. I'll take the eighth best guy during while he played. Sure, why not? Ah, <sighs> anyway, there you go, Philip Rivers. Um, what are you watching this week? Well, we went back and rewatched uh, Ted Lasso. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, yeah. We uh, when Lindsay was here over the holidays, we watched the first episode with her, and then we decided, you know what, we're going to watch the rest of this. So we went and uh, we just we we rewatched Ted Lasso, and I actually have to say, uh, uh, knowing like now that you've seen the story, going back, I think it's more enjoyable the second time, <laughs> right? Because. Cause now you're like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that the first time. Oh, that's, you know? Um, so anyway, uh, Ted Lasso once again. Oh, and of course, uh, RuPaul's drag race. So do you have any updates for me for this week? Is there anything I need to know? Well, this is where we should, we should, uh, blow the spoiler horn, but, um, things are nuts on the show this year. Um, they divided them into two and we we're like 17 episodes in and nobody's gone home yet. It's, it's not 17 episodes, but we're, <laughs> I'm assuming anybody, anybody who cares about RuPaul, uh, fine, whatever. Uh, this is a spoiler. <laughs> We're three episodes in and nobody has gone home yet. <laughs> Lisa's like, they know they have to send somebody home or the show isn't interesting, right? <laughs> like, and my thought was, well, VH1 looked at the ratings and said, uh, we're going to need more episodes. <laughs> and they're like, okay, fine. Nobody goes home. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, um, there's a real, a, a, a unscripted show that, that is apparently no longer sending anybody home anyway. How about you? What are you watching for Christmas? I got Amy, the Beverly Hills cop trilogy on DVD. What did she do to you? Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, Oh, okay. That sounds good. She likes these movies. Um, I like these movies. I mean, the first um, the first one's really good, and then the first one is really good. Which one of the trilogy does Matt Damon wear a nose in? Which <laughs> thirteen? Oh, okay, all right. I get confused. I, I don't remember which one. I mean, one of them has the banana in the tailpipe, and one of them has Matt Damon wearing a nose. I I just I can't keep them straight. Okay, go ahead, please continue. So, the first one still holds up. The first one is still really, really funny. I'm, you know, a lot of things we, this movie is 25 years old, more than 25 years old, came out in 1984. 
Yeah. I hate to break it to you, Chief. Um, 84? 94. 35 years old? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Boy. That's what happens when you turn 50. I was going to say, boy, you can tell which one of us had a, had a, had a big birthday. This, this, well, I don't, I don't know. It, it was, that was a week ago, wasn't it? Anyway. Last week I was, no, wait. That was three years ago. Or, no, wait. That wasn't me. Um, <laughs> Kevin, 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 write the check to Stephen Wright. Another one. Yeah, he's in the ledger. At this point, just Venmo him. It'll be easy. It'll be faster. One is still good. One still holds up. Beverly Hills Cop 2, still very good. Still very good. Even even this long later, um, the story holds up. I didn't need to watch Beverly Hills Cop 3. Nobody needs to watch Beverly Hills Cop 3. Yeah. Which one? Which one has the wedding cake? Martin Short, right? Am I thinking of a completely different movie? Um, Gilbert Gottfried was in two. I just, Martin Short was in none of them. Are you thinking of Father of the Bride? It's possible I am. You know what? Let's just move on. I, for reasons. <laughs> For reasons that aren't clear, I may have gotten some crossed wires on that. And I know take back everything I just said about you not being able to remember or do simple math. <laughs> Was that the one with Martin Short? In my mind, I swear to God, I thought that was a Beverly. I thought he was in a Beverly Hills Cop movie. You know what? I must have seen them both around this. Anyway, you know what? It doesn't matter. And I now know that this is not. There's no way that this can be edited out of the show. So, oh, anyway. <laughs> so, so in the last week we watched Beverly Hills Cop, but Amy has promised now that we're in 2021 that she will start watching Shit's Creek, and we are going to hold her to that. And I am going to watch along with so well, there you go I'm, I'm excited i'm excited for that what'd you learn this week anything where are we on where are we on time like seven we're, we're over our hour yeah click <laughs> um well you know you know what you know at least was pointing out she's like you could record for an hour but only release 45 minutes i think what's important to her isn't how long we record but how little we release i think that's that's the key <laughs> Okay, so what I learned this week, uh, I'm going to be sending you some. I'm going to be sending you some media here. Um, if you're ready to, uh, um, here's what I learned. Here is the here's the introduction to what I learned this week. Guess what is back? Oh, sweet lord! <laughs> do, do you want to describe to everybody what I just sent you a picture of? The caption at the top says final leg. I can only hope that this is some kind of amputation documentary. Nope. America's cup, baby. <laughs> Which, and I, I know that because I can see the little outline of the America's cup, which I know you're welcome. Thanks to, thanks to the source of all truth and knowledge that it is the oldest traveling trophy in the world. It is. Did you know that? It is. Yes, I did. Of course you knew that. <laughs> so, um, as I'm watching this and Lisa's coming is, oh, good. It's on again. She did point out, she's like, would you have known to watch this if Dwayne hadn't brought this up on the podcast? <laughs> 
And I said, I knew like in October that it was starting back up again, but I kind of forgot about it. And she then said, thanks, Dwayne. So this is, this is on you, but here's what this is. This is more what I learned. There's a saying that the reason why people watch auto racing or NASCAR is for the what? I'm watching for the crash. Right, right. Let me ask you this. Have you followed anything about the America's Cup Prada series that has been going on the last week or two? Uh, I no, I have not. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Is it going to hell in a is is there America's Cup effort going to hell in a handbag? Is that what's wrong with the Prada? <laughs> well, let me let me let me let me get back to that because because a Prada bag may be useful here. Let me let me just set this up for you. The 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 boats that they're racing this year. I know this is incredibly exciting. They are 75 feet long. The mast is like 87 feet high and these things weigh about 8 tons, right? So, I mean that's a that's a decent sized boat. And they can get up to some amazing speeds, including in heavy wind, they can they can top more than 50 miles an hour. <laughs> um, on the water. That's how many knots is that? Um, they're doing about 43 knots. They're doing 43, 44 knots. <laughs> I actually converted it to miles per hour for our audience, but I can go backwards. That's fine. So they're doing it. They're doing, you know, 43 knots. Um, I'm sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying this more than I should. Okay. So, <laughs> With that setup, here's this boat, okay. 75 feet long, weighs eight tons. It's going more than 50 miles an hour. I'm going to send you a link. And um, if you want to watch about the first 40 seconds of this video. This is how it unfolded. Okay, so I started seeing the bottom of the jib flapping there. And all of a sudden, you see a little foam on the water, a little spray coming off the water. It's like, oh, boy, this looks really windy right now all of a sudden. Uh-oh. Spray blowing away really hard, really fast. Uh-oh. Nathan's excited. Look at everything's luffing. Everything's like, oh, the oh on the, no, he's not going to recover from this. Hold on. can't let that mainsail out. The lured runner is still tight. So many words that I don't know the foggiest idea what he's, oh, now the boat's on its side. Oh, I'm. Well, for starters. There's so many words there that I don't know the foggiest idea what they you mean. Know, you know what? I'm pretty sure neither do any of them. I think they just make it up to make it sound good. So, I mean, it's the same thing, right? There's no such thing in figure skating as a triple Lutz. Somebody just called it out one time because they didn't know what to say. And now we just keep saying it. So the sales are luffing. Is that good? Is that bad? Nobody knows. They just say it. But anyway. <laughs> but they were flying yeah, so and they make the corner and think, think like, if you can imagine, those of you that are still listening to this, I can't imagine why. But like an 18-wheeler trying to make a curve on Iowa ice and how some of the wheels come up. And you, as you're watching this, you know that the wheels are not coming back down. That's what this boat was doing. Yeah. So, so 75 feet long, going 50 miles an hour. And the sailboat leaves the water <laughs> and you think i bet that shouldn't do that and even if you don't know the proper terms you're right it shouldn't <laughs> and then 
And then it turns out when the boat is laying on its side and the sail is underwater, it's much slower. (laughs) Really? They're not going to win that race? No, no. And actually, uh, I'll just send you this picture. This is the aftermath. Oh, it almost sank afterwards because there was a small problem after they after they got it upright. Then it started to sink, and then they found out why. Oh yeah, that would be why. Yeah, there's your problem. <laughs> there's there's a there's a big ass hole in the bottom of that boat. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a big hole in the bottom of the boat. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> I was just thinking, like somebody's like, hey, "I got a hole in the bottom. Uh, grab a roll of duct tape. Uh, gr- grab two. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, what I learned this week was, uh, if you want to watch, uh, if you don't want to watch the America's Cup uh, for the sailing, makes perfect sense. But if you like watching like auto racing for the accidents, <laughs> this America's Cup might be for you. <laughs> I'll post a link so you all can enjoy that as well. Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. Did you know if we paid him, we wouldn't have to say that every week? Really? Yep. Huh. Okay. So there's a there's a there's a there's a math equation of how much our time is worth and how many times we say that that would tell us whether or not we should just write the man a check. Haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, given the length of this recording, it's pretty clear our time is not that valuable. Please subscribe to the podcast on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Just search talking on the number two, no G, no space. You can like our page on Facebook. We do still have merch on Zazzle. If you need a mug or a throw pillow, an award-winning throw pillow. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. You can tweet at us at talking to Todd. You can leave us a voicemail at 515 also CPA. That sounds so bad. Okay. That's 515-257-6272. As we learned last week, you can write us at our home office in Tuba City, Arizona. <laughs> Please don't write us. Am I going to have to go get us a P.O. box there? <laughs> it's closer for you than it is for me. But the area code for Tuba City is 928. Which frees up the problem. The reason we have to go 515 also CPA is because of the one in 515. The Tuba City Home Office area code is 928, which gives us a whole bunch more letters. Oh boy. And then we could get a different Google voice number that spells something else if we wanted it to. And we then we could customize it. Maybe we could get um two is A, T A. You know what we need? We need we need our phone number to be Talking to T A L K I N to T O D. We could do that with one D. We could do a phone number that's talking to Todd with one D. Or we'd have to figure out the we'd have to figure out 
there's one extra number, we'd have one, one, one available. But if we wanted it, uh, a phone number for your mom to remember, uh, we just make it talking to TP. <laughs> yes, we could. That one's for Leroy. <laughs> and the website is talking to Todd.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially the old ones, the ones that have been with us since the beginning, the ones that continue to contribute, the ones that uh, continue to give us feedback and put up with our shtick every week. Thank you. Please send us your feedback. Feedback at feedback at talking to Todd.com. Todd. So earlier in the show, we talked about how uh, you and I's own Kurt Warner uh, played for the New York Giants for one year and clearly hated it because he wants to cancel all outside football. Um, quick quiz for you. So he started the 2004 season as the Giants' starting quarterback. He won five of he won five of his first seven games, but following a two game losing streak, he was benched in favor of Eli Manning. Eli Manning. <laughs> So Kurt Warner wants to cancel outdoor football because Eli Manning took his job. <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> Tell you what I know, whether it's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, we've been talking to Todd. <laughs> We, we may have overcompensated this week. With? Last week we said, you know what? We'll just, don't worry, we're not going to edit this. This week gave you plenty of to work with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have some work to do. Dwayne does 107% of the work. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>